0: Welcome to her unrealistic ways. Hi, I'm Molly Hamill, a former corporate executive turned spiritual entrepreneur on a mission to help women create unrealistic results in unrealistic ways to rely on energy intuition and manifesting as much as action thinking and doing it all themselves. In this podcast, you'll hear me share insights from my own journey, as well as conversations with inspiring women who are creating their own realities. Let's get started. Okay, Chelsea, I'm so excited to have you here. And as everyone who's listened to this knows, like a kind of an unspoken commitment on my end is to share when I come across amazing and cool people who are doing things differently. And Chelsea absolutely is that definition. And the synchronicity of what I connected with you was so crazy because I was in the process of running my group, the Empath Entrepreneur Accelerator with Michael And a channel that came through for me at the time was about the organs of our body being the basis for the kind of the organs for our business. And it really resonated with the people and it resonated with me. And I had never thought of things like that, but we are in the era of balance now. And then boom, you drop into my being. Mm -hmm. And so talk to me about the body code and all the things like what it is how it's helped you let's just dive right into it because i think people who are listening to this would love 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 the sessions. Yeah. Thank you so much
1: for having me. I'm super excited to chat with you. It was as equally synchronous in my life as well when you showed up. So i love it. It's been just an honor and a blessing. I'm so wow. excited to chat. Yeah, so the body code has been something that has been truly groundbreaking for me in my life. It definitely changed my trajectory and every way, for sure. I, it's something that I'd found in my own healing journey after having a hysterectomy at the age of 30. I was given the, we've got nothing else for you from Western medicine and had to do my own deep dive and find what was going to work for me. I had been at this point a nurse for over 10 years. And so worked very intimately at the bedside and ICU during the pandemic and was very familiar with health and wellness when it comes to how the body functions and what it needs to be at its highest state of wellness, or so I thought. And I was truly just starting this deep dive into somatic experiencing and polyvagal theory and just all of that mind, body, spirit stuff. And it organically unfolded in front of me. I was introduced to this work in a Beautiful relationship that now has turned into a mentorship as well. And it was that moment where I got on the phone and I had no idea what to expect. Like, full disclosure, zero clue what to expect. <laughs> I basically had just been given like a, hey, yeah, it's energy work. And I'm like, does that mean? Yeah. Had you no idea?
0: Had you gone to like energy healers and stuff like that before? Uh-uh. No. Okay.
1: This was my first experience. I had a pelvic floor physical therapist who. Had a more holistic approach, a total body approach to to wellness and to the pelvic floor, and she is actually who got me connected. It was one of those things where, so I had the hysterectomy, but I still had ovaries, and I was having night sweats, and so she's this might be something that could have benefit you because from a hormonal standpoint, there wasn't an indication for the sweating. I didn't have the estrogen. I didn't have all of that going on. So it really didn't make sense. And I reached out to this body code practitioner having no idea what to expect. And very quickly, the conversation went to a place of, yeah, this is actually what you're always supposed to do. You just didn't realize you weren't going to find it in In the hospital. And it was like the most freeing experience where... I felt like I was having a therapy session with the therapist who had been inside my head my whole life and heard like every deep, dark secret that I'd ever even almost thought. The the deepest ones that you don't even admit to yourself are there that you, you shy away from immediately. Like she knew and she was like, yeah, you've got a incredible intuition. And at the same time, you are duh, in place, not listening to yourself, feeling very lost. And I'm like, do you know these things. Like what where is this coming from? And we were able to really dive in and, and find a lot of generational trauma that had been at the driver's seat of the bus that I was on. And it was really a beautiful experience. And throughout my own healing journey, so I was very quickly, okay, I don't know what that was, but that was incredible. I felt different physically in my body, which was mind blowing for me. Because at that time I was really starting to build the belief in the unseen and build the belief in everything that was out of the box when it comes to health and wellness. And so I was like, this feels wild at the same time as a little bit too good to be true, if we're being honest. And I really dove in. I dove in, had first started reading the books, very quickly started in the Emotion Code program to become an Emotion Code practitioner and throughout my own journey learning the methodology and how to work with the modality i really got more familiar with the side of energy healing that is so magical and all around us and as i continued to work with my practitioner and i started to work with others i was really able to see my healing like just catapult and take a almost like we hit a twin turbo and it just shot off and so all of a sudden i was my physical body was changing in ways that I couldn't explain, that I couldn't give you a pathophysiology explanation for. And that was wildly impactful for me because I had been in a place where that had brought me so much comfort before, knowing the systems of the body and how it worked and being able to tap in to what was going on in my vessel, in my facility and find an explanation for it. And so I was really Forced to wash my hands of it and let it go and leave it up to the divine and just see what happened. And I can tell you that there are muscles in my body now that are attached and place because they weren't before. I have, I live a life full of magic and wonder and energy and just joy that was never present before. Physically, I could not go to the grocery store between, I couldn't go to the grocery store. I couldn't clean my house. I couldn't shower between shifts. I had gotten to the point where I was at the hospital and I was working myself into the grave and I would get home from my shift and I would go right to bed and I would get up and I'd go right back to work and I couldn't function outside of work. It was truly the worst, the rock bottom. And that was before I'd had the hysterectomy. It was for quite some time. So now on the other side of things, I walk my dog three times a day. I go kayaking. I am so, so more, so much more involved in the outside world of everything that goes on. And I don't have the limiting beliefs that, oh no, what if you can't book that vacation because if you don't have enough days before and afterwards, you're going to end up in a flare and your body's going to tell you that you're not leaving the bed for seven days as a result of you just trying to push yourself and push yourself. Because I had been in the mindset of hustle is the only way forward. And I'm just not working hard enough. I'm just not doing doing enough to get there. And so this was a huge portion of my journey in that sense. And as I started to see things unfold within my own healing, that was really where the entrepreneurial journey started to pick up. So as I got certified in the emotion code, I was working with volunteers and shifted into the body code certification and continued working with volunteers. And I started doing some deep diving into, okay, what does this entrepreneurial journey look like for me? Because I'd never been someone who had ever dreamed of running my own business, let alone a business that was so far out of the box from what I was used to. Um, and I started doing a lot of deep diving and working with a business coach. And I was able to really see how the body code itself focuses on your mind-body connection, your mind-body and spirit, and allows you to release the trapped energies that Have become stuck in your physical body as a result of trauma, as a result of being a human and moving through the difficulty and the discomfort and suffering that we all know very well as a human. And it allowed me to see that what was going on within my physical body was not separate from what was going on in my surrounding environment. As I started to heal and shift and grow within this journey, I started to see thing open up synchronicities. Open up where okay, here I am doing an intentional deep dive into money wounds and figuring out what's underneath there for me because I was at the point in my journey where I was shifting from volunteer clients to paid clients. Oh yeah, and I was having such a hard time because I'm like feeling guilty, feeling this heaviness that how could I accept money? for something that feels so divine and so sacred and so impactful for others. And the feedback that I was getting from my clients was just insane. Like they are having breakthroughs right and left. They're having people pop up out of the woodworks, like we're releasing their heart wall. And then they're getting a call from their ex that ghosted them eight months prior to explain what happened and give them this closure that they were unable to receive prior. And it impacted them in a completely different way. And they're like, I don't even feel angry or resentful or hateful. I just feel at peace. And so I'm seeing this happen and seeing it transpire in my client lives. And I'm like, okay, so what's going on for me? What's coming up? Why am I having a hard time shifting from this form of service into making this go from a, technically a hobby, right? Not accepting any cash in exchange for what I was doing to yes. so being a profitable business. And as I started to do that deep dive, I came up against what I affectionately refer to as my worthiness rib. Mm-hmm. I had this sensation. So part of my body, I've had six major abdominal surgeries. And as a result of that, the, my core muscles were like cement. I was breathing with the wrong muscles. I was walking with the wrong muscles. I couldn't hold my body upright, all of that. And so the breathing, when I would breathe, it felt like there was an attachment, like a string from my right lower rib to my left hip bone across, and it would get stuck. And so I couldn't take like a full deep breath. But at the time, I had never, I did not have a frame of reference for what it felt like to breathe like a normal person. I didn't remember. I didn't remember what it felt like in this specific area of my body. As I'm diving into these money wounds and working through everything that's coming up, Mm -hmm. I'm getting this like crazy pain that's in this rib. And it's almost, it feels like my rib is dislocated almost. And I'm like, what's going on? And at the same time, my fiance is going on vacation with what was supposed to be. I was supposed to attend as well with my best friend, her husband, and then two of her friends. And my passport would not allow me to travel because it was like 11 days past the six-month rule to enter the country of Honduras. And so I had to stay home. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to stay home. It's fine. No big deal. I'm going to stay home and do this intentional energy work, right? Like I'm going to dive into these money wounds. And when he gets back next week from going on vacation without me with my best friend, I'm going to have it all figured out and it's going to be great not recognizing what kind of challenge I was up against at that time. And long story short, I was very triggered in that moment as I'm going through the energy and like realizing that there are these patterns and old, old patterns that weren't even mine that had been placed upon me by my ancestors, by my parents, and that were impacting me severely on a daily basis. Being able to be comfortable being seen receiving attention receiving love which had never triggered my on my radar that was an issue
0: at all and no because you were used to diagnosing with like diagnostic tests in a hospital exactly. setting like that. so
1: it, this is a, yeah. a new world that opened up for you a whole new world yeah a whole new world and so I ended up really moving through this worthiness rib debacle had a lot of just insecurities and questions with within my relationship and this and trust is like the is very much the foundation of my relationship with my fiancé. This is someone who I've we've never had any concerns of infidelity or anything like that and that is part of the gel that has glued us together. And so to be triggered by a man who has never caused any type of distrust within me in a situation that was so sensitive. He was also with my very best friend. So it's the safest place possible for me to be triggered in this moment as well. And he comes home and I'm like, listen, I know that nothing bad happened. I know that you didn't cheat on me. I know that there was no, that there was nothing for me to be upset about. But in my body, I feel this deep unworthiness, this deep fear or going to stay, that you aren't going to love me, that I'm not going to be accepted. And as I started to really work through those emotions and where they were coming from, I was able to identify that this was so much more, like it had everything to do with the money wound that I was dealing with. It had everything to do with the place in my journey I was at. And I really dove in and allowed the surrender to happen. And so I was able to realize like it, it wasn't just about the money. Well, it wasn't that I had issues converting clients from volunteer to paying. It was actually not that.
0: Not about the money. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I
1: have. Yeah.
0: yeah it's really. Exactly. It's
1: not about the money. Yeah. Yeah. So that was something that for me, like being able to see that it was impacting my physical body in that thing. Yeah. And we had a big conversation about it. I was able to find clarity and move through it. And right. Very quickly after that, just based on the session that I had done on myself for the body code, things completely shifted with my fiance and I. At that time, he's also from the Western healthcare mm-hmm. world. So this was definitely an unknown dive journey that he was being drug on. He was not a consenting passenger in this sense. I had hijacked and kidnapped him and been like, listen. I'm going to just change the complete frame of reference that you have for our reality right now and it's going to be great. And so he was able to show up in this new level of support and compassion and like teamwork within my business and really hold space for me in the sense of I was able to explain and be vulnerable with him about the spiritual gifts that had been coming online for me and how they had been impacting me. And he was able to receive them. And I was able to see that it was until I did the deep dive into the money wound, I was unable to see that it was actually about me feeling unsafe, being vulnerable with my deepest secret. And that once I was able to get those off my chest and share them with him, everything started to align and flow with ease. And things just picked up after that. And very quickly after the warrior Nisra came about, I started to have kind of clients like popping out of the woodwork, right? Where everyone's like, going on, I want to volunteer for you. How is this happening? I keep hearing these crazy stories from, so, and they're loving this and et cetera, et cetera. So it was really beautiful to see within my own physical body how things had manifested and shifted and which were changing. And then I could breathe suddenly. And I'm like, wait, hold on a second. Y'all have been feeling this whole time and I had no idea. This is just, you just breathe easily and it's not a big deal.
0: Literally a whole new world opened up for you on so many levels. A whole and new I, world. When we first, when we did our first sessions, I, my friend recommended Chelsea and the re- people recommend people to me all the time because of the nature of who I am and what I do. So I get mm-hmm. recommendations all the time and I'm like, okay, huh? But I saw like a physical night and day difference where she was not well for a while. And then within one session with you, it was a completely different person. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh shit. Okay. So that was the evidence my mind needed to be like, okay, let's do this session. And in the first session, I'm going to mirror some of what you said, but like in this era now, it's about the whole person. So you said something that is important that I want everyone to pay attention to, which is that it's not about like business here and body here and relationships here. Like it's all integrated. And that's really the channel that came through for me. And that's, the energy that the more we lean into this in this new era, the easier things are going to be exactly how you're experiencing it. But in the first session that I had with you, it was interesting because first of all, it was all about energy and Chelsea's, oh, it's not usually about energy the first time. And I'm like, not surprising, but it all like a lot of the things that came up, the energy and emotions were tied to patterns that have been issues for me within running my business or putting myself out there. So it was so integrated. It was interesting. But I remember talking to my friend after and I was like, I just can't tell how much Chelsea's following like a method versus her intuition is driving it. And I was like, and I'm just curious about it because either way, it's good. Like either way, it's working. But I'm very curious about that. And it was really in the second session where I was cracking up because I was like, oh, it's her intuition driving this. Because you said right away, I was going through a thing with someone in my life. And you're like, there's like a lot of heavy, imbalanced, queen bee energy on you right now. And I like burst out laughing. I'm like, okay, I know who this is. That's not something you would have learned in a program. That was your intuition guiding it. And I think with this new era, like a lot of people who haven't realized their intuitive gifts, it's now manifesting, which it has for you. I don't specialize in working with like spiritual entrepreneurs. But some people have like brick and mortars and everything, but like they all pretty much are empaths or energy sensitive, as I call it. It, They don't realize it though. And so you are on this massive journey now of really not only realizing that, but leaning into it and using it professionally. And that's a whole different ball game than like what you were doing before. And so my really long-winded way of asking this is, Like a lot of times when people get certified in Reiki, for example, they'll still say Mm. they do Reiki, but Reiki is really just the gateway for their abilities to open up. And that's the sense I'm getting for you right now with the body codes. Can you talk a little bit about that journey of leaning into trusting in abilities, not just like the method that you learned?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Ironically enough, I am also certified in Reiki. It Ah. was something that helped me. It helped me bring the woo to the do actually. you yep. helped me take this kind of ethereal in the cloud concept and yep. feel it in my physical body. Yep. And it was, a, it was really beautiful. But I love this question so much, so much, because this was a huge growth edge for me to move through. I was very much stuck in, especially at that time of the worthiness rep, I was very much stuck in the, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? Yes, um, yes. If I don't do everything exactly right, it's not going to work. That's the key thing with intuition.
0: Like when people start really developing it, the, the ego's is, this right? And I'm like, there's not like a right, wrong button when it comes to, it's like learning yes. internal gauge and that's what you've
1: been yes. doing Yeah. Okay. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that was, it was beautiful for me to really move out of that. A lot of it was perfectionism as well and, yeah. and deep unworthiness. Right? And so I was really seeing that it had to come through me And the more that I was in the black and white and the right or wrong of it, the more I would get stuck and get in my own way almost. And so I think that was also part of why everything fed up once I started working with others, because I was able to see how sessions were able to flow within working with myself, working with my animals, my fur babies, because they were exhibit A, and then working with others and seeing that there were a lot of... Synchronicities happening. I, being a projector, I would see the things that were happening in my life happen in other people's lives mm-hmm. as well, and so I'd be getting these messages from their journey. And I'm like, I can't—you can't argue with it. It's just divine. That's your life. That's what's happening for you, and you're telling me this as a witness. And I can feel it in my soul that I'm getting answers for my own journey. And so I was really blown away by that. And that really helped me to lean into that trust and that intuition. I will say my body code practitioner, um, who was also a mentor, Caitlin McCoskey, was huge in this for me. As soon as I really started to identify that this was a business venture that I was going to pursue, I brought her on board as a mentor as well. So she became this bridge for me in the sense of having a, a ton of knowledge about the body code specifically, um, but also having a ton of knowledge about the spiritual world and the energy world and bringing all of that full circle for me and helping me identify what was me and what was this modality. Because the modality itself can be utilized by literally anyone. Everyone is capable of utilizing the body code and the emotion code as long as you are open to it it's possible for you. And so there was a lot of that where I had to learn to try what was coming through and not just quiet the voices and tell them that oh, you're just thinking of your own self now, right? You're just talking about your own self. Like you're just projecting you onto them. And I remember I, I took a class with Marian DeMarco, Medium Mentor is the book that she wrote and it's incredible and was hugely impactful for me. And one of the statements that she makes in the book and on um, the interview that I'd heard her on Gabby Bernstein's podcast was that spirit speaks to you in your own voice and uses your own frame of reference, right? Because if they didn't, if spirit didn't speak to you that way, you wouldn't be able to understand what they were saying. You wouldn't be on the same, using the same language. And that was huge for me to realize Girl, when I say these things, I will have moments where we'll be in a session and it'll just pour out of my mouth you're channeling it yeah yeah so it was a huge moment to realize wait a second it's there it you're actively channeling it through your body and it does feel good it doesn't feel like it's coming from that right or wrong place
0: did you find that working people you didn't know helped build your inner trust with things because Absolutely. they're you now, it's harder yeah. to project when they're just like a person you haven't met. You don't mm-hmm. even know what they look like. You're just f- feeling their energy. Are you do muscle test? Is that how you do things on the back yeah. end? Uh huh. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's, and so for anyone who is, if you see people in your business or whatever, like I, that was a huge thing for me. It sounds like for you too. Like, working with people i knew my ego and head would get in the way but doing sessions on people i knew nothing about was really the biggest confidence builder with my mm-hmm. intuition because there's just no context it's absolutely like, the evidence is like when they're like oh yeah huh you're like yeah absolutely
1: no way you would know it so no way you would know it the first i can give a great example of this so i have a, a friend who is very close with now but not someone i met her at work so we worked in a hospital together so like, I knew her, but I didn't have, I don't know every detail of her life by any means. And so we're doing a session and stuff keeps coming up from the age of eight. And I'm like, anything crazy happened at age eight? And she's like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, okay, let's keep going. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Keep on trucking, moving through. After a couple hours after the session, she texts me and she's like, mm. I talked to my mom. Turns out I fell off a horse at the age of eight, broke my femur, spent two months in the hospital. Oh, okay. Some trauma. Yeah. And she had no recollection of it. And it was like, Uh, oh wow and then the next session we're diving deep and we're talking about back pain and I'm like okay so your t6 and your t7 are showing up like what anything go there and she oh yeah just casual compression fractures of her spine years ago and she's I don't know what this stuff is I don't understand but I'm a believer because there's no way you could have known those things and that's once you get a little
0: hit like that then I come into sessions wide open because I'm going to like trust and believe until I don't because everybody is intuitive to a degree, right? uh um, yes, absolutely. Do you have, so my mentor calls it a psychic library, which I only learned that term from her recently. And I have had one since I started doing Reiki. And what I mean by that was like, when you see certain symbols or animals or whatever, it has a meaning to you. And then that's a way that spirit communicates easily with you. For example, when I see a peacock, I know it means there's a certain thing that it means. If I see a color, it means a certain thing and our, our languages are different for everyone. Have you started developing one of those on your own? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I love actually that concept. I love that phrase, the spiritual library. Psychic library. Or psychic library. Yeah, I love it. That's amazing. I That's something that I have actually like very much encouraged in my clients as well to be able so that they can make that connection and see when the surroundings, when the universe Is showing up for them. And animals are a huge thing for me. Huge thing. Yeah. Definitely huge. And allowing that, funnily enough, my car just got stolen recently, like a couple weeks ago. And I have a client who I refer to as my blonde Snow White because everything is animals for her. Everything. yep, (laughs) Like down to the cardinal that's flying into the window until she looks up at it and makes eye contact and then just sits there and stares at her. Yep. And so... My car got stolen and I had woken up to a text message from her that said something is coming dot and then it listed all of the bear sighting which I live in Ohio Columbus Ohio yeah. so we don't really that's not really a thing for us right and so she's like going through all these bear sightings I had seen one on my way home from vacation very recently and had told her about it and so I read this text message and I'm like hey, yeah, yeah whatever get up take the dogs outside sit down listening to the birds chirping doing my grounding my routine and then I open my eyes and I see that there's glass all over the street where my car used to be and I was like hmm, the car was supposed to be yeah. there awesome. the car. there was the car but truly like that moment and having my blonde snow white be the one to let me know hey today's not going to go the way you think it's going to go That's and, it it not. and I think like a lot of
0: sensitive people, the empaths, the energy sensitives, like the animal connection strong because their yeah. energy so pure and they're like dogs. You showed me your dog before we started this. They're like <laughs> earth angels, right? And yeah, I remember when I started my Reiki class and I was first doing sessions on people. I'm like, all I see is animals. And my teacher at the time said, that's because you trust animals more than you trust humans. And I was like, true. And so I, to build my confidence, I got Stephen Farmer, I think is his name. He, he It's like an animal, but like what each animal means. It was like before I developed my own understanding of them, right? And yeah. so I would be like, okay, there's a hawk in their field. Let me look up hawk. I'm like, do you feel like uh, And they're like, yes, how did you know? And so it was like, it was baby stepping, but that's how it is. It's like when you are entering a relationship of any kind, it's like you're building trust, you're building trust, you're building trust. And this the same thing with intuition, right? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. You've had that experience. I love that. Okay. I want to talk to you too a little bit more about the money thing. I actually, it's not out yet, so you haven't heard it, but um, thanks for listening, by the way. I had just recorded a thing pertaining to money of going from the corporate paycheck to self-employment. So there's there because there's a whole web around that and so I'm just curious how you move some of that using body code because that's like another outlet for people so one of the Uh things I talk about in my my money program raise your money vibes is that the source like we can get really messed up with the source of where the money is coming from and there's like a three-way that happens between you the source and the money and so we entangle all of the energy of the source onto the money so people can get frustrated when they're building out their business, but they're still making more from their nine to five. There can be past wounds with employers they didn't like. There's so much there that can be moved in order to clean the relationship. You know what I mean? Now I'm just like rambling about this, but it, there's so many layers to it. And for me, money issues really got triggered when I made the leap out of corporate. Like when it's was in corporate, I had no problem being like, this is what I'm worth. You're not paying me enough. You're paying this dude more money and he does fucking half the job as me. So I don't think so, asshole. I had no problem really standing up for myself. And then that shifted quite a bit when I started working for myself. And there's layers that I talk about. But the first is that psychologically, there's a shift. So we're, when we're in a corporate position, you like do the job and then you get paid. And we are programmed to do some of the stuff you talked about at the beginning, work hard. And like when you put in the most amount of work, then you're worthy of the paycheck. And then you go into a model where you're getting paid before you do the service, which that number one can really trip people out, right? Because you don't feel worthy of it because you haven't quote put the work in yet. So the other thing is that intuitives, empaths, sensitives we are so dialed into the experience of the other person. And so making the ask, even if it's just the ask of, hi, I have a business. Can people sign up for a session? That's an energetic ask. Even if we're not even at the phase of being like on Instagram, being like sign up for a session, right? We're making an ask. And when we're doing that, it's when we're not conscious around it, it can feel like, We're putting pressure on someone because we've been sold in ways in the past that don't feel good and it does feel like a sales transaction. And so those are two of the kind of like psychological shifts that happen, I've noticed, in myself and in women that I coach where they're highly sensitive, highly intuitive... And some of them are in the situation you are in where they're just really beginning to understand the depth of that within themselves. And then there's this huge structural change with their relationship with money. So how did you actually, I want to dive a little bit deeper into yeah. that with the body code of moving through some of that. Because you said before that you did, you did body code codes, and it can be associated with worth, like you said, and we can shift that to value. And there's some things that we can do, but I'm super curious if you
1: could dive in a little bit more. Yeah. I love that you asked this question and it is so divine. Let's just, we'll take it away. <laughs> so I very much am, you know, working at the hospital. So I am part-time at the hospital in an administrative role as my business build. And timeline wise. I really, like last July 13th, you could say would be like my opening day, but I didn't really start accepting money from clients until November of 2022. <laughs> that being said it's july of 23 it hasn't been that long right yep. and this is something that like i said i had a ton of i had a ton of baggage around being worthy and being able to hold space for others and seeing the value in my own gift yep. and so as i started through this journey in 2023 things picked up right i very much client I started getting clients and started getting referrals. Like almost every single client I've had has been from a referral, which is wonderful. And I love my clients. Like the, these clients are truly incredible and I'm so blessed yeah. and so grateful to have them. Yeah. They're the best. The are the best. At the best. And at the same time, right, I'm starting to see the income pick up. I'm starting to see things get into line the way that I need them to in order to make an exit from the hospital. And I had set up a soft boundary. I would really love to leave the hospital by July 1st. Let's go ahead and just throw a date. Let's just throw that date out there. So as I was, as July was creeping up, I was starting to get in that energy of, okay, what happens next? What do I do?
0: Yeah. What comes next? How do in- I do that? Imposing the 3D timeline on something that's really not. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I... Thought. So, May, I took a vacation and I had reserved myself to oh, no worries this is going to be my lowest month, my lowest income month because I'm taking a week off. It turned out to be my highest income month. And then June hit, right? And as I'm beginning mm-hmm. to like really sit down and try to make a concrete exit strategy, I'm starting to also get in some weird vibes. And I'm like, I don't feel like myself. Something's going on. I don't yeah. really know what it is. But yeah. Something's going on, right? Yeah. I had done body code work, intentionally focusing on money. Mm -hmm. And I was able to see the fruits of that labor. I was able to see how the very next week I had three new clients pop up. and This is amazing. Great. Everything's rolling. We're on a roll. We're good. And then I thought I was under the impression that I had spent the last couple of weeks in imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Turns out it was more of a victim mentality that I didn't have a frame of reference for. Okay. That's not an energy that I have. Spent much time in my life, despite the things that I've gone through, and it was actually transpiring with my friend, with my best friend, who is the public Liberty and my podcast co-host Allison. And so I started to get just in this really weird space of feeling like I had nothing to say, I had nothing to share, just comparing myself to her and to everyone, and just really feeling yeah. like I don't know which way is up. I don't know. How I could possibly continue forward if, if she doesn't want to be my friend anymore. She's been so pivotal in this journey for me. What does that mean about me and this work and everything from here on out, right? Oops, girl, you so, got hooked yes. into a
0: major fear bubble there. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, there's like a collective consciousness around that. When you get closer to making the shift into the full-time thing of your own, that's like mm-hmm. a huge
1: pocket that everybody goes through. So you had to like go through that little... Or it, oh yeah, oh yeah. I got on the other side of the pocket last night. Oh, so of course, because we were you like your higher selves. We're gonna talk about this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So let's move her through because she's been yeah. doing the work. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I had had a really low weekend, and I had an event. Though this full transparency and vulnerability here, right? I had an event where I had a friend coming in from out of town to host this event with me, and I had a lot of the stories me being responsible for. How many people showed up? What kind of revenue she made from this event? And then her also being in a very similar place as myself, preparing for an exit strategy from the hospital to go full time into her business. I also had the story though. And then if she's not successful in this, it's actually your fault because you're helping guide her in this journey. So, like, yeah, just pile on the burden, pile on the burden, right? And go to the event. And I had no one sign up to work with me, not one person. Is
0: everybody paying attention to this? I, this is this is the shit I talk about and I miss this all the time. Okay, this
1: is so exciting. <laughs> so I love it. So our first event together was in November. That was like my real starting point of accepting money and getting clients, right? Yeah. That event, I had into, I went into it fully with the anticipation of not having anybody work with me, but networking. I saw it as an opportunity to, to connect with her clientele and get to know her clientele because she was, like my first client. So I was like, oh, this is beautiful. This is a great opportunity. And I ended up being so booked during the event. I didn't even get to pee or eat or breathe or anything. Amazing. I had people raising their hands. I would walk out to get the next client and they're like, do you have time for me? Do you have time for me? And it was wonderful, right? And so for that to be how the first event went and then the second event to become the complete opposite where, where I, I had no so- one. What was your
0: focus on the first one? Was it the joy of putting out there what you love? What was
1: the focus energetically yeah. during the first one? Okay. Yeah, it was putting out what I love. It was connecting with okay. clients. It was really like the first, because what I do is, I do it virtually especially. It was really the first time that I got to show up in my energy of what I'm bringing to the world and own it and be in it and focus on just sharing it. I was just trying to share it and connect with others and get to know people and make connections. And so, going into this round, the stories were a lot more of the responsibility and the burden and what happens if. And I intuitively knew that I was that nobody was going to sign up, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I go into this event on Sunday, and I'm like, "Well, this doesn't feel great." But I kept getting the download that I needed to feel it. I needed to be in it, and it was I beautiful chorus. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them or not, but they have incredible music and their song Be Here Now was on repeat in my head all weekend long. And so I'm like, all right, I'm just sitting in this duck. This doesn't feel good at all. But you know what? I trust that there's light on the other side of this and that there's a reason for all of this. And I know that it's going to alchemize into that. And so I'm just going to be present. I'm going to allow myself the compassion that I so desperately need at this moment to release any guilt or shame that I have about how I'm feeling about no one signing up to work with me and i go to the event and i have wonderful conversation i'm able to connect with people in a way that i so was not previously because i was behind a door the whole time yeah and the only way people got to hear about what i was doing was from the the expression on the face of the person as they left the room and then their experience their observation of what they had experienced and that was what had started the the public in that event to be like, wait, I want to go work with her. I want to go. Whatever you just did. Yeah, I want to do that. And so at this event, I was able to socialize. I was able to interact with people. I got to teach people about smudging and explaining how and what and why. And it was a beautiful moment for me, a beautiful moment. And I still felt not great. Went home feeling sorry for myself. Right. My fiance was super sweet. God bless him. He was like, I might surprise you. I've grown a lot. What's going on? I talk about it and being so supportive. And as I start talking to the friends who I hosted the event with, we're the next day, we're like, you know, rehashing and just reflecting. And I was able to see very much where the light was, where this was something that I had to experience because I had been spiritually bypassing. I had been like, if I can't get to where I want to get, I don't want to sit in it. That was not practicing what I preach. And so I had to have this experience to show me. And so I'm like, okay, moving through it. And as I'm talking to her about it and reflecting, I'm like, you know what? I'm so grateful for this opportunity. This truly was amazing. And yeah, while I was there, I felt like that like unnecessary friend that just tagged along, that really didn't need to be there, that was just like really wanted to be part of the cool group, the cool kid, right? That was where I was feeling on that time at that day. And then as I'm reflecting, I'm like, no, that's that's not it. That's not how I felt about it. It was actually great. It was a great experience. I had a wonderful time connecting with people. And I felt like I got the opportunity to truly connect with them in a way that was more about my energy than about just the modality. And like on a piece of paper, this is what the body code is, right? And And think about it
0: like the first point of you being there, or the first time your intuitive gifts were not as strong so like you're showing up as a totally different person and what's interesting obviously it's yeah like we love a million signups and also it doesn't mean a lot of people won't sign up at a point in time when the energy's right but our mind likes to get in the way and like fuck with us
1: exactly exactly so I luckily enough for me I had already had a session with my mentor scheduled for last night and so I had given her a heads up and I'm like hey listen we're working through some stuff like Wednesday's gonna be a doozy and we got on the phone last night and I will say that the beauty of the body code is that often the energy that you are needing to release, you're going to experience it like right before your session. So likely, it's coming up for a reason. It's coming up to show you what pattern you've been hanging on to that are actively sabotaging your life as we speak. And so I had moved through a little bit of it and found some clarity in it to be able to rest with clarity and honesty and vulnerability, what I had been feeling and where the stories had taken me. And very quickly, she is able to identify that she's like, Tuffy, the imposter syndrome, not quite. We're in full-blown victim energy. And she's like, this is what makes you feel like a victim. Like, I guess we'll take it, right? Out of everything you've been through, like, this seems like the most compassionate source of victimhood for you to learn this lesson. We were able to find like an oppressive spirit of failure with a curse that was being placed on me that was who do you think you are and a lot of memories with emotional resonance that was similar to events at the age of five abandonment betrayal feeling like nobody wants to be my friend all of this and as we're working through this and talking about it we're identifying yeah I have my energy has not been where it needed to be this last month and as a result this is the lowest income within July. July has been my lowest month since I started my business. And so it was this beautiful moment to be able to identify that, hold on a second. Yeah. You've been moving through this energy. And as a result, this is what happens in your business. Yeah. You weren't aligned. You weren't giving off the vibes that you desire to do. And as a result, here's what happened. And I will say that even just after this event, I've had multiple new clients Connect with me of in course. just the past few days. It, it is really beautiful that I'm sitting on the phone with her last night and I'm like, okay, I'm not sure if I should do this podcast interview tomorrow. Like, it's feeling like maybe it's not right. If I am having, I'd sat on my own podcast recording on Friday and felt like I had nothing to say. And so I'm like, maybe this isn't the right timing. And she's like, yeah, no, actually, it is. Yeah. I mean, you guys
0: conscious for 15 minutes when we started. I'm like, so you were good.
1: You were, too, you were
0: dialed in. You were good. Yep. Are you a specific or non specific manifester? I am.
1: Specific. which oh, you are is interesting. Yeah, all of my other arrows point to the feminine.
0: That's interesting, and I actually like that you say that response because specifics can work better sometimes. with being like, here's the date that I didn't leave my corporate job. But the thing is, like, energy is always more powerful than mind. So we can totally fuck ourselves up whether we're specific or non-specific when we're forcing. And the thing is, a lot of times we do force those decisions and timelines. And mm-hmm. it's like when you're leading with energy. That's when things work like that is exactly what happened to you in this experience of the two different times yeah. that you went. So that's so beautiful. I cannot believe an hour already went by because usually I chat with people for 30 minutes. So we're going to have to wrap up. But you were just touching on something that I just want to share with people. These sessions get pretty wo curses. Is that what you call them? Like ancestral yeah. trauma. I my introduction to like ancestral stuff was when I was healing my thyroid like a long time ago and I got that Yvette Rose book and I was like, yeah, this is like bullshit. And then when I started digging to that work, there is a lot of ancestral trauma that we're not consciously aware of. So this modality, the body code does get pretty woo in a like very delicious way. And also a compliment that I'll give you is like of the, all the recommendations that I will get, like I Tune in and see the ones that like feel aligned, but very few make it to the level of my husband. And I told him, I was like, "Go set up a session with Chelsea. because he has been having a knee issue, like out of nowhere. There's no injury. It was just like, and and so that is like a way that you can start your journey with Body Code, but it certainly doesn't need to be because there's a physical thing going on. So I'm excited to see what comes up with that if he decides to share.
1: I um am so honored, genuinely so honored. <laughs> and receiving that fully and completely. He's super psychic.
0: He would never say that or agree with that word, not. like super dialed in. So it'll be interesting to see. I Thank you super so much excited. for being here. Is there anything you'd like to share about how people can um, reach out to you? Or I, of course, will drop all your contact information below for everyone to go follow you or book your sessions
1: or whatever they want to do listen to your podcast yeah yes i do have a podcast also it's called the healing art of being you and so you can get that on any of the major podcast platforms. molly will be making her debut here shortly which i'm yes. excited about <laughs> and then i am on social molly will link it, but my website is yourelevatedintuition.com I would love to have you connect with me
0: okay thank
1: you so much for
0: being here telsey and for those of you who enjoyed this episode please share with your community and your friends and people who you think might need a little body code love and we will talk to you next time